When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. What's good, this IFL TV proudly sponsored by Everlast here in London. It's Joe Joyce Fight Week. Today is the media workout. I'm joined by Shane Watson. How are you, mate? How's it going, mate? You good? Very well, mate. Very well. Um, I said this to you, we have got a lot to talk about. Um, we'll come on to all the nitty gritty stuff and yeah. the stuff we kind of seen online in a bit. But first, Joe Joyce Fight Week, kind of, I don't know, good to get away from all the noise in the background and just know that this weekend, Joe Joyce will get back in the ring. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's been too long, almost a year since Joe's last been out. Um, a good performance and a good win against Carlos Hakam. Um, obviously, it's not the opponent we first wanted was Christian uh, Hammer, but Christian Hammer's had a great camp. He's uh, looking really well, career best uh, shape. He was in Vegas the whole time as well, before the fight was even announced, because he fought um, in a sixth round on some German build to get uh, a good win. And I think he needed a win to fight for Joe's titles that he's um, fighting for this weekend, WBC Silver, WO International. So listen, eyes all on Carla, um, Christian Hammer, but um, obviously hopefully looking for a big fight towards the end of the year, but it's just good to see, like you said, Joe back in the ring and see him in a good fight and get some rounds in, coming off a bad wrist injury, and then uh, move on from there. Yeah, obviously not the fight that Joe would have wanted and you guys would have wanted if you go back a couple of months ago, but is it good that it's still a name with weight? Because Hammer does hold weight. He's fought in this country before and he's you know he's won titles. Absolutely, yeah. Christian Hammer's got um, good wins over like David Price. He beat a prime Erkin Tepper and that back in the day. He got some other good performances. It was um, lost, uh, I think, 11th round against Tyson Fury. He's fought many good names over the years. But um, obviously, his performance against Huey Fury is a bit underwhelming. But he got a bicep injury. But other than that, whoever stops um, Hammer? I mean, even Povetkin, he lost some points. Um, showed he was tough and resilient in that fight as well. He's been around. Listen, he's been around. He's had some tough fights, but he's still a good name to get in there. Um, out, he's probably just outside the top 10 guys, but he's still a good name. Give Joe some rounds. And I really want Joe to get some rounds this weekend. That's the most important thing. What's Joe been like these last couple of months? Obviously, you spent a lot of time in Vegas together and I suppose you're with him nearly every day. Um, we know he's a very low-key character anyway, but has he kind of ever showed annoyance in everything that's gone on? Because look, he wants to fight and he wants the biggest fights. And when kind of there's all this going on in the background, has he showed any kind of frustration at all? That is where Joe is such a good professional. You see when fighters go into the ring and they burn loads of nervous, nervous energy and they gas after like five or six rounds, but they can do 12 rounds in, the, in sparring and stuff. This is why Joe, part of the reason why Joe's engine is so good. He doesn't let things get to his mind. He doesn't overthink about things. He just concentrates on what the job is and he lets me and Adam do the job, which is get him the right fights at the right time or do our best to anyway. So Joe's been professional the whole time. He's in great shape. You will see it the way in. Very good shape as always. Very strong. He's going to come in maybe potentially slightly heavier, but that's not like out of shape. He's still very strong, very fit. 
Um, it's not bothered him because he knows that the big fights are going to happen. We're going to have a big fight at the end of September, early October, regardless. So this would just be good to get some rounds in um, mentally to recover from the wrist injury as well because he obviously hasn't had a fight since then. And then boom, we're ready to go for anyone in the top 10, top five. We know what boxing's like. As soon as Joe, well, providing Joe does win uh, the weekend, it's going to be straight away Parker, Fury, Dillian White, the names that we've kind of heard floated about. We'll start with Joseph Parker as we stand here right now. Where does that whole situation stand? Um, mate, to be honest, it is, it is a bit of a mess. Obviously, we did... Uh, it sounds like a mess, mate. Yeah, I mean, boxing's never simple, but that, that deal is far from simple. But like we saw, Fury versus White, it was announced with Frank in principle which means pretty much everything was agreed, but yet signed. But this happens with all big fights. Obviously, the fight didn't happen for one reason or another. There was falling out, there were disagreements, there was agreements, and then all of a sudden, it's time sky. So, you know, I mean, it makes it a much harder fight to make now, of course, because we're one of BT's number one fighters. I mean, Parker's probably going to be one of Sky's number one fighters now because they haven't really got many heavyweights. So it makes it a very tough fight to do, but maybe if the fight can be ordered by someone or whatnot, it'd make it a lot easier to do. But as of right now, that fight's not, I don't, it's not that simple to make because, like I said, BT, look, they've just done that big ad for Joe before the Champions League and stuff. Like, they're not going to want to let one of their big fighters go after investing all that money and time into him to go and fight on their rival broadcaster. Like, unless the money was ridiculous, and it's not, let's be honest, I don't think, see why that fight's going to happen on Sky. When we talk about the money, is there kind of a little bit of regret and kind of getting them to step in the ring? I know it was agreed in principle, but... It was a good idea platform-wise to get them in before um, Tyson and Dillian. Was it a little bit of regret now kind of doing that before things were completely confirmed? I mean, it's a difficult one because Parker was going to go back to New Zealand straight after that. So the fight was going to be signed just that week after, but they wasn't going to be able to have a big press conference for it. Now, this was going to be on BT box office, so you needed the biggest audience possible. And with no press conference, that was the only real opportunity they had to do that kind of thing. And it was almost agreed. Like, if you ask for everything in a list and they tick all those boxes, why is the fight not done? Like, and then it's just something else, it's something else. And it, what was the worst, worst one was Andy Lee's having a kid or something. Now, listen, I'm all for being at people's births and whatnot, but that didn't happen overnight. I mean, technically, originally it would have happened overnight. But, um, like, they, you know, that they drew on that fight week, then you would have known about that, what, seven months prior? Like, it's just a mess. It was just something one after the other. I mean, I think Parker, deep down, wanted to fight because he's a fighting man. He's fought um, Joshua, he's fought Dylan White. Um, all in the UK, so why wouldn't you want to fight Joe? But I just think it's teams and other people that never really uh, wanted it. Or maybe they wanted to keep their options open. Maybe they had Joe on the back burner because they wanted to make sure they had a Sky deal over here. Who knows? I'm just guessing what it could be, but that's just what I think. Yeah. I know you said the money would have to be ridiculous for Joe to go and fight on Sky. We heard Ben say um, in the Coventry fight week, 1.2 million was yeah, the yeah. figure banded about, and it would be on Sky box office. I take it that's kind of not even been considered then, kind of in the way you're speaking about it? I mean, it is good money. Like, listen, I'm not one to say 1.2 million isn't a lot of money, because of course it is. But like, you have to take into consideration, Joe would then have to fight on another broadcaster. He would then have to, like, you have to pay certain things out and stuff like that. Like, it just doesn't really financially make sense for Joe. And like, Joe, let's not forget here, by the way, Joe is number one, not Parker. Joe's number one. So we're the A side, yeah? Not that I want to get into this A side and B side track, because I think it's quite childish, but we're number one. Why are we now going to the number two's broadcaster when we were giving him the opportunity to be mandatory? He weren't giving us the opportunity. What was he giving us the opportunity for? Nothing. Apart from obviously he's a good name, and that's what we want, good names. And uh, obviously together it's a good money fight, you know. But listen, why are we going to them? We already had a deal agreed on BT, so why are we now going over to Sky? It doesn't make any sense. He had no promoter. So how easy is a fight done when you don't have a promoter? Because you ain't got to worry about 
upsetting other broadcasters or other promotional outfits and whatnot. It just makes the deal so much difficult. And it, it's frustrating because the Parker fight, was, we were all really up for that. And it sounded like Parker was as well. And, and the fans were, but listen, I wouldn't count it out. It's definitely not out, but it definitely makes it a lot harder, yeah. Well, if it isn't Joseph Parker, <coughs> it's still going to be a big fight. And arguably, the two other names have been floated about are bigger fights because they are simply <coughs> domestic fights. We'll start with the Tyson Fury thing. Bob Arum said they're looking at it maybe for early October for Fury's WBC belt. Um, that's not something to turn the nose up, is it? I mean, obviously, like, what do you get in the sport for? It's the biggest and best fight. If you gave um, uh, Joe one name to fight, outside of maybe AJ, because they're having a bit of a spat on social media a lot lately, and uh, he's upset about this manipulated sparring video, but um, it would probably would be Fury, because Joe has got this mindset. He wants to test himself against the best, and he obviously regards Fury as the best, as I don't think that's really arguable at the moment. Um, so he would really like to fight Tyson Fury, actually. And uh, obviously, they're both with Queensbury, so it makes it a much easier fight to do. They're both with BT Sports, makes it a lot easier to do. They all have great relationships. Joe and Tyson know each other fairly well and get on. So it's a good fight, but obviously, with Tyson, you don't even know what's going on with him at the minute. One minute he's retired, one minute he's fighting in Ghanu, one minute he's going to come back, one minute he's going to take another year to decide because the WBC giving him a whole year. That's when the next mandatory is due. So you never really know. If Tyson Fury told me that hot bath was hot, I'd believe it's freezing cold if he said it to me. So, you know what I mean? But um, we'll see how it all works out, man. It's going to be a really interesting next four to five weeks as I would hope by then everything would be sorted out and we'll know how Joe's end of year is looking. So. Obviously, Joe and Tyson is a massive fight, but do you feel like kind of in your heart of hearts that for Tyson to come out of this retirement, and we'll call it retirement in, yeah, yeah. in quote marks for now, to come out of this retirement, it would have to be either something for all the belts or just one of these mental exhibitions, i.e. Ngannou. Like, would he come out for? I know it's a big fight, but yeah, yeah. it's still just a defence of his WBC title. Well, the, the thing is with this, so, like, if, he, if in his head he wants to go and fight uh, Usyk or Ajo, yeah, He's going to need an interim fight, isn't he? Yeah. Now, I'm not putting Joe out there as an interim fight because for me, Joe beats uh, Tyson Fury and knocks Tyson Fury out. But well, that's the way they'd look at it. They'd yeah, look at it. Yeah, yeah. I want them to look at it that way, yeah? So then they can get Joe, they can see that we'll get some rounds in. They're definitely get some rounds in against Joe, aren't they? So if that's the way that he looked at it, then Joe can jump in. That's a big stadium fight. He wants to fight Old Trafford, right? He could make a fight Old Trafford. It's a big money fight for everyone involved still. Um, so that, that's, that's a possibility. Uh, this exhibition fight, I'm not sure how that works with Ngannou. I think he just signed a new deal with UFC. So I don't know how that works, getting him out of that contract and whatnot. And, and I don't really know how that really works out. Like Exhibition, are you wearing UFC gloves, are you wearing boxing gloves? I don't know. It's all a bit confusing. But in boxing terms, I definitely, I definitely wouldn't say it's likely, but it's definitely not impossible either. So that's the way I look at it, really. And Dillian White, just finally. Um, yeah. Where do we stand with that? I know there's certain things that can and kind of can't be said, but yeah, yeah. Dillian White and Joe, again, it's just a massive fight. Now, if you got, gave me a choice outside of the world champions who Joe Joyce should fight, it would absolutely be Dillian White. Number one, I actually really like Dillian White. Number two, he makes a bit of noise, and that's what we all love for a big pay-per-view event. Number three, he's a big name. Number four, style-wise, is tailor-made for Joe, I think. I just can't see how Joe doesn't stop him within eight rounds, personally. So... That's a great fight, and that's a great name to propel you onto that superstar status. No, it doesn't get any better than really Dylan White outside of the world champions, like I said. So I think that would be a really good fight to make. And it, again, that's not an impossible fight to make. He hasn't got promoter. Um, he's self-managed, I believe. So, you know, it's not a hard fight to make. But would he want to go into a hard fight like that, coming off of a big defeat to Tyson Fury? He'd probably want a confidence booster. Or something like that going into that kind of fight. I'm hearing that's what he wanted for the Joseph Parker fight anyway, because they were talking about the rematch. And apparently he didn't want to have that kind of fight early on or something like that. So I don't know. 
But um, he'd probably want a confidence booster against someone maybe on the fringe top 15 for fighting someone like that. But we'll see. Actually, just in terms of Joe, um, if he is or when he is to win on Saturday night, can we expect him to come out in front of the camera? And you know he's getting more, in conf more confidence or in front of the camera. Can we expect him to come out and just fire for people? We know he's been doing it online. He's, he's dug for AJ. He's dug for Joseph Parker. Can we expect him to get in front of the BT cameras and say, look, you lot need to fucking fight me? You know what? He does get... He, I've, I've seen a lot more in his camp. He has been a bit frustrated, but it's good frustration. He isn't like not turning up to training and swearing at me, although he hasn't a few times. But, <laughs> but he's going out there and he's taking out on his sparring partners. He's getting, he's like saying, like, come on, let's go. All these things online are genuinely from Joe, by the way. I know some people say they're not, but they generally are. He just gets frustrated and that's just what it is. Like, he's a top-level heavyweight. doesn't always get the respect he deserves as a top-level heavyweight. And he went to fight these guys and he probably looked at the Daniel Dubois fight and thought, why is everyone talking about this guy? I battered this guy. I actually KO'd him. It wasn't even a TKO, straight 10-count KO. Like, when's my opportunity coming? And it's good frustration, but I'm really excited. A really good time for Joe Joyce. He's going to be fighting one of these big guys soon. All to be revealed, but over the next four to five weeks, a lot of hard work to do uh, between Queensbury, Adam, Estram, and then uh, something good will be in the works and lined up for September, October. Sports Social Podcast Network.